0: Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. To Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Well, happy fresh start new year. Look what God has done that he has allowed us to greet each other in this brand new year of 2022. I'm still so grateful that we were able to spend the final days of 2021 together. Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and now here we are, in this brand new year. I'm even more appreciative that here we are together, granted with the opportunity to have a fresh start. While we are given new mercies every day, I know that there is something extra special about having the chance to be renewed with the energy of a new year. You feel refreshed, refocused, and revitalize to crush those short term and long term goals. I understand and I celebrate with you. As a matter of fact, I'm still in celebration mode from our past few episodes. And I'm in celebration mode because in my house, my parents are so excited because the Georgia Bulldogs won the national championship this week. Go dogs! As we ended the year, we were reminded of the importance of celebrating ourselves and commemorating every step of the journey. I hope that you will continue to take that practical and inspirational advice with you as you begin this new year. We were also reminded that no matter what has happened in our lives, The best is always yet to come for us, and we should live in great expectation of what is to come. Isn't that what Georgia did? They lost the SEC championship, but they couldn't give up. They were reminded that the best was still yet to come for them. And in the national championship, they played as if the best was yet to come, and the best did come for them, when they won and secured the national championship. When we think and when we act as if the best is yet to come, we can pray, plan and prosper with the best of intentions. I hope that as you begin the race of 2022, that you pace yourself and that you don't run as if you're running a sprint. And that by February, you've given out of energy Settle in for the endurance of the race and prepare your body, your mind, and your spirit just as you would for a marathon, like you're gonna be here for a while. Perhaps you'll speed through some seasons and perhaps some seasons you'll crawl through, but either way, you know for sure you'll have the energy to make it. Remember, you're never competing with anyone, only yourself. Even while we celebrate, we can't deny the reality of the world in which we live. And if you're like me, you are tired of turning on the news or reading the headlines and seeing COVID and all of its friends and variants. We are literally in the 22nd month of the pandemic and no one I mean, no one but the good Lord would have ever thought that back in March 2020, here we would be in January 2022, still fighting this pandemic. By now, we all have at least 50 masks in our collection, and now we're being told we can't even wear those masks. There honestly is no end in sight, and we have had to learn to adapt if we dare live even in the midst of chaos. Despite and in spite of all of this, I still encourage you to maintain your celebratory spirit. I don't know if you've been sick with COVID, if you know someone who's been sick with COVID, or if you're just sick of COVID, but do your very best to wake up each day and find a reason to be grateful and to find a reason to celebrate. There's always more than one reason to rejoice and I'm simply challenging you to find just one. In November, I urge you to begin a gratitude journey. Well, I'm urging you once again to begin this journey as one of your practices for the new year. When things around us seem unfavorable, it can be easy to be distressed. So we must honor our spirits and feed our spirits. One way to do this is to remind ourselves of the beauty that surrounds us and the reasons why we are here. Each day, take the time to be conscious of why you have a reason to give thanks. It will go a long way in reminding you why there is always a reason to have hope. So as you look ahead to what this new year may bring, where does your focus lie? Finances, employment, relationships, time management, none of the above, or all of the above? All of these things are important, but none of them can be profitable until you yourself are in the best shape you can be. Now, I'm an HGTV buff. It was one of my favorite things to do with my sister. We loved every single show on the network and I can watch this channel from sunup to sundown. Our favorite show is a show called Fixer Upper. On this show, a couple called Chip and Joanna Gaines take an older home and remodel it for a family turning it into their dream home. The show is based in Waco, Texas, and I think one of the reasons why I love the show is because Chip and Joanna remind me of my parents and that they work together so well, and they also love family, which also reminds me of my family. Joanna Gaines does an amazing job with the design of these homes, and the tagline of the show is this. We take the worst house in the best neighborhood and turn it into our client's dream home. I can appreciate this tagline because Chip and Joanna are able to see the potential of the home even if the client can't see it. They understand that if the structure of the home is solid, then the beauty can easily be restored. As some of you may know, the Gaines have gone on to build an empire and they now have their own network, the Magnolia Network. However, I still love watching Fixer Upper, and no matter how many times I've seen a particular episode, I'm still inspired. As I think about the show, I think about people and their newfound energy at the beginning of the year. So many people with resolutions and goals, and none of these are bad, however, what if we started operating like fixer-upper and thinking of ourselves as fixer-uppers? I believe that if we did, we could achieve even greater results. When we come to Christ, we are in the worst condition because without Him, we can do nothing. But He sees the potential in us, even in spite of ourselves. Romans 5 and 8 says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We are already fixer uppers. We just don't realize it. After Chip and Joanna find the home, Chip says, it's demo day. And on demo day, everything that needs to come out of the home that is either rotten, destroyed, or not good for the home gets demolished. As humans, we also need to have a demo day. There are so many times when we like to begin working on ourselves, but we never examine what is already there. We like to add to our lives without taking anything away. What in our life is not working? What is rotten? What is laying dormant? What's in the way? Who in our life is not productive? If we're supposed to be bearing fruit, What needs to be demolished in our life to help us bear fruit? If we're truly looking to see change happen in our life, then it is important that we begin with a demolition day of sorts, because we will never have room to add if we don't first delete or sort through what's already present in our lives. We can't start on a renovation or a remodel of ourselves without first conquering this part of the process. Just like any real-life demolition, there might be some pain, some damage, or some cleanup. But in order to begin fresh, in order to begin with a clean slate, this step is necessary and it must take place. Don't skip demo day or demo days. They may be the missing piece as to why you keep repeating the same processes in your life. For the past few years, the idea of self-care has been prominent on social media, in women's health, and in mental health in general. And I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of self-care. I don't subscribe to a lot of notions without truly researching the meaning and motivations behind them. Self-care is one of those notions. When we look at the self, I believe that if we allow God to order our steps, and if we allow ourselves to die daily to His will, we won't fall prey to what others desire for us, which is usually when the idea of self-care is necessary. I also believe that the idea of self-care can be misconstrued if a person is not truly honoring their feelings and needs. However, What I do believe in is taking care of oneself. What's the difference? I don't want you to engage in something for the sake of social media or for the thought of, I practice self-care today, and that meant you went to the nail salon, but while you were at the nail salon, you were on the phone the entire time, which means that neither your body, your mind, or your spirit were at rest. I want you to subscribe to and commit to taking care of yourself. After Chip and Joanna finished demolishing the house, it is important that they ensure that the house is structurally sound and that it works in proper order, plumbing, electricity, and other functions of the home. Taking care of oneself is similar. Sure, you can engage in activities but are you listening to your body? Are you conscious of your thoughts? Are you honoring your spirit? If your body is lacking rest, then self-care is not spending hours outside of the home. If your mind desires clarity, then perhaps you need to seek wise counsel or other therapeutic exercises rather than a shopping trip. If your spirit is feeling empty, then self-care may need to be church or another activity that helps to feed your spirit. If you're feeling lonely, then self-care shouldn't call for you to isolate yourself. I am dedicated to taking care of myself and whatever you do should help to relieve stress long-term from your life, not simply just for an hour. So don't just practice self-care. But make taking care of yourself a part of your daily habit and not just a ritual you use to be a part of a trend. I told you that one of my favorite parts of the show is when Joanna Gaines makes everything pretty. But because the show is only for one hour, it's almost like she creates magic. Everything is demolished. We see some problems they encounter and then she makes everything gorgeous. Now, if only everything happened like that. The truth is that the renovation of the home takes months and I'm sure they encounter more problems than we see on the show. Additionally, all of the finishing touches that Joanna Gaines includes does not even come with the home unless the couple purchase it. Yet, I keep watching it because I love seeing the finished product. We are all works in progress. And the good news, we have more than one hour to get to the finished product. In fact, we have more than one day, one week, and we even have more than one year to make it pretty. But as we work on our demo days, as we take care of ourselves, we can still keep it pretty. Even as we work on the inside, which should be a continual process, we can reveal to the outside world on our own schedule. I think that sometimes we place these crazy timelines on ourselves to have results by the end of the first month, the end of the first quarter to prove that the new year isn't going to waste. But why? Remember, we aren't competing against anyone. What model are you using to help you with your fixer upper? Are you comparing yourself against someone else? Are you using an older model of yourself? Are you busy saying, if only I could get back to the size I used to be, or the person I used to be? What place, why place that kind of pressure on yourself? The circumstances were different then. You were different then. Why do you expect to be the same now? Be who you are now and then be the best you that you can be at this time. My definition of what looks good and your definition of what looks good might not even be the same. You might watch Fixer Upper and think that the show is terrible. You know what that means? It means that you can keep it pretty and achieve your pretty however you deem best. And I don't get to determine your worth. I can hold you accountable if you give me that privilege, but even my responsibility as your accountability partner doesn't determine the worth of who you are. We are all fixer uppers, and we all have the unique responsibility of fixing our own selves up. I don't get to decide what needs to be demolished in you and vice versa. Today, map out the blueprint for yourself. What goes? What stays? What gets painted? What needs to shift? When you have your plan, get it in gear and get moving. I don't wanna work on my fixer upper and look over and you're still just sitting there. We are rebuilding and remodeling together. If the value of one house goes up in a neighborhood the entire neighborhood's value goes up. Imagine if all the houses in the neighborhood's value went up. Yes, we are fixing up ourselves together. We want to say to the world, are you ready to see our fixer upper? At the end of the last show, I asked you, what's new for you in 2022? I told you that you should plan pray, and prosper. I'm still encouraging you to do just that. But I'm also hoping that you strive for a fresh start in 2022, and your fresh start is dependent upon your outlook. How will you approach this year differently? If you're going to start out the same and do everything the same, then I'm here to tell you that you're going to get the exact same results that you've always gotten. It's a fact of life. So you might as well quit while you're ahead. Change your approach. Change your outlook. Look for the positive, even if there's a push for you to view the negative. How will you allow people to see you differently? Do you know that sometimes we allow the opinions of others to change how we view ourselves? We take on their negative thoughts, perceptions, and even their negative energy and place it above what we think of ourselves. Let's stop that today. Let's demand that people see us how we want them to see us. And if they choose to see differently, then we should think kindly and not allow them to see us at all. We can't afford for other people's perception of us to become our reality. It's not healthy and it's not profitable. Lastly, what will you expect to happen differently this year? Do you know how easy it is to expect the mundane, to believe that just because your prayers weren't answered in the previous year, that they won't get answered this year either? We must wake up every day with the belief that the best really is yet to come and that our expectations guide our actions. Yes, we are looking forward to the newness of this year, but we can only live one day at a time. Don't take on the entire year, just the day. Live each day in great expectation. It will literally change your life. I'm excited to share this new year with you. I'm excited about the great things that are headed your way. And I hope that you'll stay connected with me and share with me everything that happens this year. Make sure that you're connected with me on social media and on YouTube so that we can build together, grow together, and fix ourselves up together. It's really going to be amazing. This weekend, the nation will pause to remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We too remember the tireless efforts and the dream of a man who sacrificed his life for freedom and civil rights. On Monday, we will honor his commitment to service and our commitment to service with blankets and breakfast. Monday would have been Charnell's 35th birthday. So as we serve, we will also remember her and we will celebrate a life well lived. We would love to partner with you as we serve and celebrate. To donate, please visit asdministries.org. It's 2022. We have a fresh start. Let's live. Thanks so much for watching. I'm so glad that you're here with me in this brand new year and that you're still rocking with me for season four. Before you go, I love to pray for you. God, thanks so much for the people in my army. And thanks so much for helping us all to cross over into this brand new year of 2022. Grant us all a fresh start. I can't wait to see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions and Conversations. We're just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.